Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Teeson. This episode brought to you by Cover Media. Cover Media and the World Entertainment News Network deliver licensed media content for your website, including breaking lifestyle news, high-risk photos, and HD video stories updated 24-7. Learn more at MomentumMediaNetworks.com. Sound Exchange, the Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit collective rights management organization, made waves a few weeks ago with the announcement that it's collaborating with Source Audio and PodcastMusic.com to make label and publisher-owned music available to the podcast industry. Sound Exchange is also the parent organization of the Canadian Musical Reproduction Rights Agency, which represents the vast majority of songs recorded, sold, and broadcast in Canada. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, Richard Conlon, Sound Exchange's chief corporate development officer, in his first ever podcast interview on the future of music licensing for the podcast space. My name is Richard Conlon and I'm the Chief Corporate Development Officer at SoundExchange. And uh, in that role, I manage the company's diversification efforts into new markets. Um, I manage our mergers and acquisitions process, and I'm also overlooking our, our new businesses as, as we onboard new businesses, um, much like the CMRA um, in Toronto. There's been a lot of talk amongst podcast creators over the last few years about the need to open up licensed music to the sector. I want to start by talking about what kind of behind-the-scenes conversations were happening at Sound Exchange and how long your new collaboration has been in development. We've been thinking about the podcasting market for an awfully long time. Uh, it's it's one of those one of those challenges in the marketplace. You have you have uh, buyers who want to use music, and you have rights owners who own music, and there there wasn't a fabric to bring them together. So we've been looking at the podcasting market literally for years, and one of one of the challenges was sort of bringing the buyers and the sellers together. Number one, uh, number two, sorting out the rights issues, and then the third leg of that stool was thinking about what kind of infrastructure would be needed to handle licensing to podcasters where the right the proper rights could be conveyed and we could micro license and handle the transaction volume associated with it. So let's get into how the collaboration with Source Audio and podcastmusic.com is going to work. As, as we were looking around it was one of those classic cl- classic decision trees. We were thinking about podcasting. Sound Exchange certainly has a long and and um, and very successful history in dealing with with digital music on the sound recording side for for non-interactive radio. So we were thinking about what what do we need to do to get into podcasting? Well, the first thing you need to be able to do if you really wanted a complete solution would be to offer rights that included both the sound recording, you know, the the, the recording of that song as well as the underlying music publishing rights to that song. So that was, that was the, the first layer of complexity if you're thinking about putting together an offering for the marketplace. And for us, what was really attractive about this is that 
bringing together sound recording and music publishing rights is something that Sound Exchange is really super focused on. That was one of the drivers that led us to our, our relationship and acquisition of this CMRA in Toronto. So um, the first step along this path was saying, boy, we really want to solve this problem. The next step was, oh my gosh, it's a pretty complex problem because it involves diverse rights owners and it involves a brand new platform. It involves combining rights in a way that, that, that really hasn't generally been done before. And then it involves having to provision a platform that can actually make that work so that you can afford to license at, 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 you know, at reasonably low fees. I think that's the question that a lot of podcast creators have. Is this going to be affordable? And will what's available vary country by country? So our goal is, is to, to really dive into this relationship and take it step by step. So in, in, in the first instance, we're working on, on what the pricing model should be. We're working on that with our rights holders and also with podcasters. So we're, we're really trying to find where the common ground is. Some of the, 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 the factors that will inform our pricing are uh, how, how much activity the podcast will have. Uh, so if it's a podcast that's going to have less than 5,000 downloads or less than 5,000 streams, I think we can create an environment where rights holders will be comfortable that a certain price point protects them and, and, and is comfortable. So really the, the, the first step and then, you know, in, in this as we think about the offering is working through with the rights owner and podcasting community in terms of, of what the right pricing structure would be. So conservatively, when next year do you think this will roll out? And, and what do you think the potential is here in terms of monetization for artists? Well, you know what? It's, it's early days, and, and, and certainly any estimate of monetization would, 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 be, uh, would, would be ill-guided at this point. Here's what we do know, though. We know that we have a rapidly growing market on the podcasting side. We know that we're pushing a billion dollars in ad revenue. We know that the, the metrics in, in terms of consumption are, are really through the roof. We know that the advertising, the CPMs in advertising, are probably lower than they will be. So uh, we, we, we see a vibrant market, and right now it's a market that's been put on mute because we haven't been able to really penetrate it with a lot of music. So we, we, we have estimates, but they're very internal, and they're, and they're really sketchy until we get more, more, more market info. Our plan is to start aligning and putting, putting, we're in data, and start pulling together some rights where we can offer the publishing and the sound recording rights and start testing the marketplace. We've been speaking with, uh, with, with mid-tier podcasters as well as some of, the, some of the largest podcast networks. So I think how much is it to be determined? Um, you know, and, and we'll, we'll figure that out as we move along. Generally speaking, Richard, in terms of the digital rights ecoverse, can you paint a picture of how much growth there's been in that area? And I know you're involved in some initiatives here in Canada, like the Unclaimed Works Portal. Sure. Well, you're 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 talking to to one one of the early digital acolytes. So uh, I I I am and remain uh, very bullish since the very beginning of the digital days, which, which for most, most folks is prehistoric times. When you think about the music industry, though, uh, right now, we're, we're, the, the reason the industry has recovered is, is based on digital. So uh, we've seen, of course, the industry turn around about a year or so ago, where digital used to be lagging behind the, uh, the, the, you know, sort of the decline of, of physical sales. Certainly on the record label side, we're seeing that grow. We're seeing the rights market for publishing rights grow at um, like really good mid, you know, sort of mid single digit numbers. 
we're seeing the streaming markets grow, you know, 20 some odd percent, 30 some odd percent, depending on, 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 the, on the medium. So I think the timing, this has been one of those 20 year overnight sensations, I think, but I think the timing is now. So we're very bullish. If you look at what a, um, you know, what a music publisher um, is making from digital, it's a significant percentage of their income, and even more so when you look at a record label. So clearly, this future that we've been looking toward for literally for decades is upon us. Is there anything else that you want to touch on, Richard? Well, I, I, I think what's, what's really important as, as we move into this world and as we think about digital licensing in general and something that's guided sound exchanges approach has been that the music business has been a business in the past of estimation and a business of proxies and when you get into the digital world you're dealing with 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 actual transaction data and actual um, use data whether it's a play or a download or what have you and that for the industry that's one of the one of the challenges the industry has faced is moving from this all right you know eighty percent of, of of knowledge is good enough well right now because you can have 100% of knowledge, and knowledge is culpability. We move into a market that's much more rational, where we're being driven by actual usage data, and that's something that SoundExchange has certainly done on on the um, the non-interactive digital radio side. It's something that CMRA has done from the start, where CMRA only invoices and generates money off of actual activity, and of course, it's CMRA now, as you can imagine, the bulk of our income is from digital. So I think we've moved in, in in the music industry to a much more rational marketplace, and our hope is that what we're doing with podcastmusic.com, bringing together these two rights that generally don't live together, um, even though they might be commonly owned, and putting them on a common platform that's accountable and trackable and transparent will really be uh, hopefully one of, one of the next steps in, in helping the industry move forward. We've heard a lot of lament from artists in particular about streaming royalties. Is there still a balance to be achieved there? I will um, certainly self-profess that I'm on the content side, and so therefore it's never enough. That said, we're getting to decent content cost inputs. I mean, one of, one of the things that you look at when you think about the media is what is the, the total cost of content across the entertainment landscape? And I think we're getting closer. I don't think we're there yet. But um, if you look at what, what the music input costs for a digital service or you look at what the content cost is for a television network, I think we're getting closer um, into the range. I mean, people talk about the value gap, the fact that there's a gulf between how music should be valued and the money that digital services are making. And yes, that exists but I think we're chipping away at it. And I think it's important to think about cable television or broadcast television or other media that are, maybe, maybe they're not dispositive, but they're certainly guideposts where we can say, well, they're paying you know, 30% or 40% or, or, or what have you going toward content cost. So I think we're getting there. Um, and I, and I, think that, you know, I, I think that we're, we're on the path, and I think it'll find itself. I think we'll, we'll do it because we have to, and we'll do it because it's the right thing to do. Thanks for joining us, Richard. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. Broadcast Dialogue. 
looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.